Patterson, and he's got there too. And welcome back for another hit of the Fox Sports Rugby Podcast. It is a special episode. I can tell you 100% you're going to love what's up in your ears this time around. We are joined, Sam Worthington and I are joined by Australian 7 superstar Tiana Penatani. Stopping by. <laughs> hey, guys. On Thanks debut. for having me. What's happening? You're off to Clermont, France for the next leg of the Women's 7 Series. The last yeah. leg. Very yeah. excited. Yeah, we're leaving on Saturday. We've never been to France before as a team, so the girls are very excited and we're feeling good this week of training. We're looking really sharp and everyone's really relaxed and there's a really positive vibe around the team, so we're looking forward to France. It must be frustrating as a athlete. You go to all these amazing places, but you probably don't get to look around too much, do you? Sean, Sean does as a commentator. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. It, uh, <laughs> like a bit frustrating. You wish you could probably have a, have a look around and go shopping or whatever. But Yeah, definitely. I wish we could get a little bit more time. But in saying that, we do get some time. Like when we have downtime on our off days, we do get um, time to have a look around, whether we want to actually go out and look around or whether we want to stay inside and just relax and stretch up and recover. Dude, um, that's up to us. To, they go to all sorts of things. <laughs> what do you mean? Was it NBA that you went to this year? Yes, we went to the NBA. When I saw in the Atlanta Hawks play. Don't worry were, about them. Don't cry okay. for them. We're pretty looked after. Don't, don't yeah. cry for them. Don't feel sorry Please, for them. Please, okay. no. <laughs> I take it all back. And what about the squad you've named for this week? How strong is it? Um, well, it's awesome to have our skipper Shani back. It's Obviously, also she's to have Ellie missing. back. She was supposed to be on the podcast. Yes, you've I know. Lost, I think she's a little bit stuck in traffic at the <laughs> moment. She's only five minutes away, though. But, yep. um, yeah, good to have Ellie Green back. Vani Palide as well. Um, we've got a pretty, pretty solid squad for this tournament. So, yeah, we're excited. And uh, competition for spots ahead of Rio really starting to heat up because the girls that they've replaced in the squad can really handle themselves as well. So the yeah, depth now that your coach Tim Walsh has to work with is extraordinary. Yeah, and I think that's really good to have that depth in our squad. You know, obviously we don't want anything to go wrong in terms of injuries and whatnot, but um, if anything is to happen, you know, we've got the likes of Dom DeToy, Sinead Sazolka, um, those girls who have had a little taste of the IRB um, and can obviously hold them, like handle themselves really well. So I think um, it's a positive to have that sort of de sort of depth in this squad. We were just crunching the numbers before. There's plenty to play for over there in France, um, not only to secure, I think, Australia's first ever sevens crown, men, yep. men or women, um, but also the seedings for Rio are important for you. Yeah, definitely. I think we want to finish on the top. Um, that's that's definitely our main goal. Um, I think we've done really well and been really consistent this season, but to finish on a high um, for France will be really good in terms of our confidence leading into Rio. Um, and also, you know, New Zealand, they, I think... Uh, still currently ranked number one technically from last year's World Series, I think. Um, so, if yeah, we need to finish two points or more ahead of them to be seeded for number one um, in Rio. So, which, yeah, we're chasing that. What do you put the... I guess you, you're pretty new to the circuit yourself, but, I mean, the, the breakthrough that the team has made this year, what, what do you put that down to? Have the older girls sort of talked about the, how, how this year's crops different to what's gone before? Um, yeah, I think, you know, consistency is key with us. Um, last year, we obviously started strong and finished strong, but those two middle tournaments in Atlanta and Canada really, um, really got us like down a little bit. Um, and I think this year we've learnt from that and we've just stayed composed and trusted the processes in which Walshie instills in us every day at training. So I think consistency is the big, like the main thing for this season. 
tracking so, so well. And as you touch on, New Zealand are going to be your main competition for locking up that top spot for Olympic qualification. Mm-hmm. New Zealand, I'll tell you, Sam Worthington. I'm, a, I'm a Kiwi, by the way. You are. So with, yeah, I'm, I can I'm tell. We, we, let it, we let it slide most of the time. New Zealand lean heavily on a partnership of two players in their side. When these two players combine, generally, is the, they're like the Richie McCaw and mm. Dan Carter equivalent mm. of the All Blacks. Mm. Their names are Portia Woodman and Callum McAllister. Yep, yep. Will they be both in Clermont and are they likely to be up against you guys in Rio? Are they going to be back? Um, Rio, yeah, most likely. I It's probably bad by me. I probably haven't looked at the New Zealand team eh, yet, so I don't it. really know. I'm pretty sure Porsche's going. I'm okay. not sure about Kayla McAllister, but right. yeah, they're definitely lethal in the back line. Those so two. do you work on ways to combat those two because they have been a bugbear for the Aussie women's team last year, this mm. year not so much because we haven't seen the pairing of them. Is that spoken about all that much, those two? Um, we have certain ways we play against each and every team, so... Not just those two in particular, I guess. If like we've obviously got very skilled, very talented players in our squad, so I think if we play at our best um, and you know trust the process and do everything right, um, then we can shut any player down, I guess. Okay, let's get on to the men's side of things as well, because Sam, as you know, the men's and the women's sides train alongside each other at Narrabeen on Sydney's northern beaches. They're off in a London this week. Mm-hmm. Huge tournament, strong yeah. Australian side name. But, of course, Jared Hayne has been the man who dominated all the headlines, rightly or <laughs> wrongly. You have got an athletics background. You came yeah. across from being a hurdler. How long did it take you to work out how to clean out of the ruck and when to pick <laughs> and choose your moments in defence? Um, oh, look, I'm still learning things about the game now, three and a half years later. So, but... Probably to get the hang of it, it probably took me a solid six months, six months to a year. So I think, um, yeah, like I wish him all the best, Jared Hayne. I wish him all the best. But I think for him to come from NFL and being out of even Australian rugby for a couple of years now, he, um, yeah, he's going to, he might struggle a little bit in terms of just finding his feet on that field. How fit are the Aussie men's side? I know how fit the Aussie women's side is. How fit are the men's side? Oh, they're incredibly fit. Yeah. Can you give us a really, can really you give fit. us a baseline marker in terms of uh, a test that they might that they might do some numbers they might hit just a general um, we don't need to, we don't need to have names we'd like names were though but just a general baseline for how <laughs> fit they've got to be to compete. Um, well, when they get back from tour, they have um, pretty heavy weeks just to maintain their fitness. And I know in some sessions they can hit up to 11, 12K just in one session, which is really a really heavy load. And the majority of that is high-speed metres as well. It's not just going for a 10K jog around the park. We, yeah, so. we, we occasionally do, what, four sets of steers here at Fox Sports. <laughs> if we're lucky. Yeah. If we're lucky. Oh, you that guys is, would be so fine That is extraordinary. <laughs> so between 10 and 12Ks in some sessions. That's in their really heavy weeks, but yeah. that's And that's high intensity. That's moving through drills, ball in hand, up yeah. and down. So there's that element of it too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, a lot man. of lactic acid oh, going man. on there yeah oh man it's pretty intense does it matter like different positions in sevens like are some of the athletes um geared to be endurance athletes more and, and some sort of those power athletes is there a combination there? um yeah it's 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 a very fine line though you look at the forwards and you look at the backs in sevens and you don't you can't really tell the difference between them obviously some boys are a lot bigger and some are smaller and quicker yeah. but um in terms of having to cover se- like that whole full-sized field that all seven players have got to be quick and they've all got to be fit. So there's no, you know, distinct difference between the fit players and the not fit players. Cool.
And you've been watching a lot of the, the men's team this season as well. Um, yeah, definitely. Know, we not, love to not, support not, the boys. Not doing as well as you guys, but uh, knocking on, on the door and then sort of poised for that breakthrough where they actually win one of these tournaments. Yeah, they? definitely. I'm I'm hoping for them that they're peak in Rio. Um, they've done absolutely incredible this season. Um, yeah, we're really proud of the boys. And if you look at the last few seasons that they've played, this has definitely been their best by far. Um, and again, I bring up that word consistency with them. So um, I think that was their main focus as well. And, um, you know, Sydney Sevens and whatnot, like they, they really showed um, consistency, consistency there with, um, you know, the tournaments back other, to back. The only other thing worth noting as well about the men's side is that they went within one breakdown of rolling Fiji again at the weekend. So they are knocking mm. on the door massively. Yeah. Just, just Fiji every time that trips them up, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they had much. them in Singapore as well and Hong Kong was Fiji. No one would have beaten them on that occasion in Hong Kong, but they yeah. have been moments all the way through. The uh, Fiji and women's team, they're not... Is consistent, but they're, they're yeah, they're pretty well. strong. Yeah. yeah, they're um. Fijiana, they called Fijiana. Fijiana, yeah. okay. correct. Yeah, we call them the the sleeping giants. So they um. You're a bit nervous about them. They can turn. Not on nervous, yeah. but um, they are very powerful. They're strong athletes, and I think you know if they were as as fit as some of the fittest teams on the circuit, um, then they could be a real big threat, just like the men's team. So yeah, there's there's a lot of potential in that Fiji inside. There's a straight switch in terms of the skill between the two sides. I reckon that's fair to say. Men's mm. and women's Fiji side. Mm. Yeah. The ball handling is just beautiful. Oh yeah. Beautiful. And it, to they watch. just do it with ease. They with do. With ease. It's like watching park footy. They love to just throw the ball around one-handed, offloads, flick passes out the back. They love it, and yeah. it's really fun to watch. Yeah. It, it's like touch. It's yeah. like touch. <laughs> were though, truly is. With a I've little bit of tackling sprinkled I've in around playing, the mix. Been playing a bit of touch, but uh, yet to cross the trail line this season. So <laughs> I'll, I'll get along for some tips. That's all right. There you go. Hey, um, were they touch on it? France, food. I've got some tips for you when you get oh, to France yes, food. Please. Okay. You got to eat some duck. You got to take a moment to eat duck. Yeah. They do the most beautiful duck over there. I don't know what it is. They're duck. You know, normally you get mm. ducks here. Mm. You get ducks here. You go to a Chinese restaurant. There's not much meat. A lot of bones, not much meat. Over mm. in France, the ducks, the ducks are from a different, a different ball game. They're massive <laughs> ducks. You get big um, duck breast. Incredible. They yeah. fed oh, wow, yeah. They fed them up. They're pretty ruthless in France with their foie gras. They just stuff their livers, and gotcha. it's uh, pretty brutal. I think that could be a, a factor. Okay, that's good. Um, <laughs> ravioli, ravioli I with love smoked ravioli. salmon, and the, the, the way they Yum. layer their flavors there. Ravioli, profiteroles, eclairs, oh. baguettes. Profiteroles. Oh man! Did you get oh, into I'm the snails? Snails right now. Didn't, didn't snails touch an es escargot. There was no escargot. It's surprisingly good. I was. Uh, Did you say a bit snails and frogs? Yeah, snails. Yeah, I don't know if I can do snails and frogs. Surprisingly hey. good. Just lots of garlic and butter, and you'll you'll be into yeah, it. Yeah, I've maybe heard. Not the, maybe not the healthiest after the tournament. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think we're on, as a team, we're on a little bit of a you, diet. Might, not a diet, but like healthy, we, being really healthy, cutting out bad foods. Can we touch on that? I mean, how, oh yeah, how intense sure. is the, the diet? I mean, what, um, and are you allowed a sort of a guilty pleasure once a week or how does it work? We're allowed like healthy guilty pleasures. So like we're not allowed chocolate, we're not allowed ice cream, we're not allowed, you know, like deep fried foods and whatnot. Just got to keep it simple and keep it healthy. What's, um, what's your go-to when you want to break the laws a little bit? Oh, like what? Like what I'm allowed to eat? Or no, when you when you have a, a bit or of a when cheap, I a cheap fully uh, have snack. a cheat meal. Yeah. Um. Oh, well, I'm like an ice cream fanatic. I love gelato. It's like my favorite thing in the whole world. Nice. So I'm pretty upset that I can't eat it until post Olympics. But that's okay. It's worth so the sacrifice. So is that the deal? No. You know, so the squad, the Australian Women's Seven squad, are not allowed to have chocolate ice cream. Yeah. Deep, anything deep like fried. Deep fried food, like you know, like unhealthy stuff. No. Keep going. <laughs> name trying, name trying, the food I'm groups you can't have. Um. Like packets of chips. Um, this isn't the sport for us. 
I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna start throwing some some Soft foods. Drink. So I'm going to start throwing some foods at you, and yeah. you say yes or no on that. Okay, so I hope my dietitian's not. So you can't. Sure. <laughs> what about a what about a what about a twister from KFC? <laughs> oh, for sure, you can have that. You can have no, twisters. No, of course you can't. What a <laughs> stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about the ones that aren't deep fried. It's the breast chicken one. No, you, you can't. No, you can't. KFC. Is there, is no. Is there any form? Can I have a pizza? You can't wander um, in this Aussie. You can gear have a. KFC. You can make a pizza at home. You can have a home. So, but you pizza. can't. You can't go to can't Domino's go. and get a. No, what no, if I just no, get no, a margarita, thin crust? No, the cheese. The, like, so you can't have, have you not cheese. seen like the oil and stuff that's on pizza? So it doesn't no, matter if so it's there, at the moment there are no fast foods at all that any of the women's seven side can have. Probably no. men's either. No. Could you have a Caesar salad with with bacon and cheese? Yeah, yeah, but it's just okay. probably with like a like a low fat dressing or like make your own dressing that's a healthier alternative to what a normal Caesar salad dressing would be. Can you eat fudge? <laughs> can you eat chocolate <laughs> or caramel or vanilla fudge? I don't think so. It's probably not as strict. Is there an actual list, or is it? Just so there's no that? soft is drinks. It just common sense. No, so yeah, just common sense, really. And she's given like our nutritionist has given us so many healthy recipes and stuff to help us out, especially with like little dessert things. So you can make, I think, she's given us a recipe for homemade ice cream, but it's not really ice cream. It's like got all this <laughs> other weird stuff in it. Do you guys it. have an alcohol <laughs> ban or how does Yeah, that work? alcohol ban, no when alcohol I'm at all. So there's no alcohol until after the Olympics. Dry until is that Rio. men's and women's? Uh yes. Oh. I know you don't seem so convinced on the <laughs> no, side of no, things. No, we don't because we don't like we don't have team meetings and stuff together as our two teams. Yeah, so but you like all speak to each other. You're bumping yeah, each other I'm, every day. Yeah, I'm probably 98 percent sure that the men are yeah. dry as well. <laughs> but, uh, would it mean a lot to you guys if Sean made an alcohol-free pledge until Rio? Would oh, that, that would mean would so that much, <laughs> Sean. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't promise it. That'd be, <laughs> be a break in the chain. That's okay, at least you're A honest. massive break in the chain. Now, tell us, uh, obviously you've got the World of Sevens ticked off. Yeah. Catching much Super Rugby at the moment or two head down in your own stuff? Um. Yeah, no, not much Super Rugby, um, I'm afraid to say. Yeah, okay. I, like our days are pretty full on at training. So when I get home, I try, you know, to spend quality time with like friends and like the family that I'm living with as well. It's okay. nice to just have a chat at the dinner table rather than watch TV. So okay. I haven't been watching that much TV lately. Okay. Super, Sammy, we should touch on Super Rugby Super. quickly. Do you mm. want to go first? You tee up our first game from the weekend. Because we've only got a short down for a short period of time now before she goes on the news desk. You go. Match of the round this week. How we start building towards that? Yeah, we'll start from the front, I think. Waratahs, okay. Crusaders. It's hard yep. to go past that one. Two very strong teams over there in Christchurch. Um, Kirtley Beal, obviously, devastating news there for the Tars. So left to be mentally strong to try and move past that which they were um, at the weekend you were in you're in France but they uh, managed to managed to uh, get the job done even after that devastating injury so yeah Dave Horwitz gets the the chance in the number 12 jersey and they they do have enough um, strike power there still don't they even without Kirtley to, to to make the finals I think okay so that's Tars v Crusaders locked off so you reckon Tars or Crusaders oh look I'll go Crusaders but I still think the Tars can sneak into the to the playoffs uh, only just okay we wish Dave Dennis well over there in Christchurch he was enormous last week against the Bulls other big games to come this weekend Chiefs and Rebels Chiefs Rebels that's another, another must good one. win for the Rebs it is yeah and again uh, It'd be nice to see them uh, knock on the door for the finals, but I think the Chiefs are just going to be a little bit too strong. Charlie Natai's out 
injured there. Um, but the Rebels got some great news today with Marika Karabidi coming across from the Melbourne Storm um, to, to light it up for them next season. And I think he'll be fast-tracked into the Wallabies. We can see him in the end of year um, spring tour, I think, as well, because the AAU's pumped a fair bit of money into this deal. So, yeah, Karabidi on the wing for the Wallabies. Big call. There you go. And what else you got? What else are you looking forward to this weekend? Oh, look, uh, that's, that's about all I can think of off the top of my head. We've got, okay. the, we've got the Reds and the Sunwolves, of course, up in, uh, up in Brisbane. And there's <laughs> going to be... Mata reckons that they're going to have a bigger crowd for that than they did for the Waratahs Reds With the Japanese infusion of Goromaru making his start against the Sunwolves. There's tour groups coming over from Japan. Oh, beautiful. That'll be nice. A decent crowd. So um, get along if you're in Brisbane. Got that. We've also got the Sevens overnight from London. How deep will the Australian men's side go in London, do you think, Tiana? Um... Honestly, I think they'll go well. You know, it's the last series of the... Sorry, last tournament of the series for them. Um, they're playing in Twickenham. Twickenham's incredible. The atmosphere is, like, amazing. So, I think they'll go well. I think they'll lift for this for this tournament. So, Give us your player to watch from the Aussie men's side this mm. tournament. Oh, Just give tough. us one uh, to peel our eyes back for. Because it's mm. going to be early hours of the morning. Mm. Henry, no. Henry Hutch. Oh, Henry Hutchison. Mm. Yeah, we love little Henry. Goes Just been yeah, nominated as a potential rocket. rookie of the of year. The, year. the How World exciting. Rugby Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Every chance too. Absolutely. It's been it's been great. I mean Samoa winning the last tournament. Oh Kenya, what a final. Kenya before that. Just epic, epic scenes. It's um it's Just goes to show in the men's side of things that any team can win on any one day. Is there that still is there that level of competition on the women's side of things as well? That uncertainty do you think? Um, I think probably with the top Top six teams, definitely. Okay. You see, you've seen the upset with, you know, Dubai and Brazil. Um, but, you know, when New Zealand got knocked out in the quarters and whatnot, I think um, that was a massive upset that no one really expected. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the women's game is definitely reaching that level where it could literally be anyone's game. So we're looking at, we're looking at Clermont, we're looking at Australia, New Zealand, England, Canada mm-hmm. are very good. And the USA are floating thereabouts in Fijiana as well, I'm yeah, guessing, yep. the six, six team. Yeah, and Shani coming back from a, a long injury layoff uh, mm. for this tournament as well. I mean, how, mu- how much is she going to add to the team? I think a co-captaincy set up now. Yeah, that. the co-captaincy is awesome. I think um, having Shani and Shannon as our leaders, like they're both incredible leaders in their own right. Um, I think Shani, having Shani back will definitely lift Shannon as well. Having her, you know, like they call each other the Bash Brothers. So... They um they'll definitely be really physical Hang on. in this tournament. Bash brothers, <laughs> yeah, or <laughs> no. the Bash sisters. No, I know. no, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's amend no, that. No, why not? Let's amend it right away. They can be the Smack sisters. Yeah. Sisters. The Slam sisters. The Slam sisters. What else starts with S? What else we got? The Suplex sisters. Did I say Smash sisters already? You said Smash, Smash, Slam, Slam, Smash, Slam, uh, Slaps. All those ones <laughs> are better than brothers. You're gonna lose that. Yeah, so. yeah. Gonna uh, lose that. Which one are you most scared of out of those two? Um, I'm not scared of either of them. Oh, They're my really? friends. Talking tough. <laughs> no, but when you have to when you have to tackle them or when they're tackling you, who who would you least like oh. to run into? See, that's that's a hard one because they're both pretty solid. Like Shani's a strong, like solid, strong runner, but Shannon, like she can bump you off. Like so, you can't go high with either one of them. You've got to try and chop them at the legs. But in saying that, it's not an easy job. So yeah, they're probably both even even par. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, looking forward to you going around next week. That'll all be on Fox Sports. The women's series concluding, hopefully, with an Aussie win over there in Clermont, France. And this weekend, it'll be finale time for the men's side as they round out their preparations for Rio. Tiana Penetani, we say good luck to you over in France. We Thank say you. bon voyage. Give that a go, Wertho. Bon voyage. Bon voyage. Or, yeah, and nice. au revoir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll see you next week, Dave. Dennis, will you back in here with us next time round or maybe Stephen Hawes. We'll see how we go. But right now, we, to you as well, our listeners, say bonsoir.